0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's four minutes past ten on the 11th of January 2019, the Chinese year of the chin swinger. We back. Another week in the pocket, another week in the hole, another week in the simulation, another week sucking at Mother Earth's teat, demanding bitty and giving very little back in return. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing thirties, luggy, You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid The lobster HR has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster HR has many of the top memes, and that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Friday, the eleventh of January, two thousand and nineteen. Uh, the The claim is that the lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. I personally believe they have them all, but that is a hot topic of discussion in. Britain's universities. It may go on for many years. There'll be studies done. There'll be lectures taken. There'll almost certainly be campus protests. There'll be something a key to a moral panic. Will we be better off for it? I don't care. I'll be on dingers dancing away on the moonlit shores of Barbados. Woohoo! A stream anyway. Hey listen, welcome uh, everyone. Thanks for uh, bearing with me for another week. It's been a fucking pleasure. I can't, I, uh, it's my favourite bit of the day um, unsurprisingly so thank you basically thank you to everyone that has shared and sent supportive messages uh, from my UKF article UKF interview that went out yesterday uh, that's been amazing um, if you haven't read it it's it's on the UKF website and yeah a lot of people have said lovely things, have sent me private messages have sent me public messages and just generally been Lovely. So yes, to anyone else, know that you're not alone. Lovely stuff. Hey, look, I've got a hey. There's some good bits in there. Friday's good because a lot of stuff gets released on a Friday. Got a new bit from Distress Signal. That's nice. Bit of, new bit of bassline Smith. New bit of Nookie. Hello. Uh, classic Spore. I might have to start making Classic Spore like a. I don't know. One a show. Would that be enough? I could do two a show maybe um i'll just keep playing them until people start complaining which i'm going to assume that they won't what else have we got i'm going to play that eagle claw tune again because it's great and then what was the other bit a modification by bad district the people were hailing us potential shoe thrower of the week might drop that again that's a nice bit of gear uh, what have we got in the news oh wow man caught with 19 live bird eggs strapped to his body at heathrow cool um woman banned from every mcdonald's <clears throat> uh, pastor who wants gays killed cheated on wife with prostitutes Lovely stuff. Man caught licking doorbell. Uh, more sausage roll banter. Um, that's just the completely the wrong page. Oh, man who sold kidney for iPhone left bed bound. It's a crazy world out there, lobsters. It's a crazy, crazy world. Dad finds bag of drugs inside case of his four-year-old son's video game. These people are doing dingers earlier these these days. Men with beer bellies and women with muffin tops have smaller brains. right out that. <laughs> Jesus Christ that is going to make the activists lose their absolute shit i mean i'd probably not too bothered about men with um beer bellies but Half of the yeah no that's wrong. Anyway, look, listen, guys. Hey, how's it going? Um, We're here now, hairless man. Here's the reason you can't grow a beard. (sighs) You know what? Fuck it. Look. Anyway, uh, I'm going to play this uh, distress signal bit. It's really nice. I like it. I'm a fan. Thumbs up from me. Seal of approval. (laughs) You know all of that fucking bollocks. Okay, look here it is called earthquake. To everyone listening on the Threshold.fm app. If you haven't got it already, you can get it in the iPhone App Store, in the Android App Store. Just get in that App Store and search for Threshold. And you'll see its little lobster face staring out at you. Beckoning you towards the shoe throwers. The shoe, shoe throwers. Is less than three minutes long. People <laughs> ain't fucking about anymore. Mm. This is uh, "Earthquake" by Distress Signal. It is on. Uh, it's on a record label. Clear the freaking cobwebs. Bloody hell. That'll do. That's distress signal with earthquake. It's fine by me. Absolutely fine. Literally got no issues with it. Honestly, like that is... Um, <clears throat> that's a smiley face and a tick from me. No, there's no red ink over that from me. You know, when they handed it in at the end of class yesterday, I was like, yep, that's straight through. Absolutely fine. Blind woman, told to get off bus because guide dogs can't be black. Wow. Okay, cool. We're racist to, bl- to guide dogs now. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? A blind woman was told to get her fucking dog off a bus by a passenger who didn't believe guide dogs could be any other colour than yellow. (laughs) (laughs) What colour are guide dogs? Yellow. Oh, God. This is um, just mad, isn't it? Megan Taylor, 22, bless her, was on the bus with her guide dog, Rowley. (laughs) When the unnamed woman approached her and said, "Why's there fucking dog on the bus? Get it off!" Uh, when Megan tried to politely explain that Rowley was an assistance dog, she claims she claims the woman called her a liar because guard dogs are yellow a Labrador, a yellow Labradors, and your dog's black. It's like, like it's clearly a Labrador as well. Uh, Megan from Merseyside, I tried to explain that her guide, uh, that her guide and assistant dogs, uh, they can be any colour and they don't have to be Labradors, although Roly is. <laughs> she told me I was wrong. I decided at this point that there was nothing I could say to educate this woman and it wasn't worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you made a very smart decision. I instead chose to ignore her while she continued to talk nonsense. Megan has suffered from, uh, episodic blindness, uh, since she had a head injury at 15. Damn. Uh, which also caused a, number, caused a number of other medical conditions, including hearing loss, impaired balance, frequent fainting attacks, and vertigo. That's a rough. That's a rough hand you've been dealt there, Megan. Sorry to of hear that. She and the incident. Uh, she said the incident on Monday was not the first time she'd been ab- abused on public transport, and it's left her. I said, "Jesus Christ, who's out there abusing blind people with guide dogs? What the fuck's wrong with people? Christ." Bring back hanging. <laughs> uh, she told the Liverpool Echo, I don't think I've ever been, I don't think I've ever had a stress-free trip on public transport. That's why I'm so nervous using it now. That's uh, that's rough. Like, yeah, that's sad to hear. Um, what is, um, I mean, Jesus, how fucking stupid are people? Go to yellow. No, the yellow dog. The yellow blood guy dog Go yellow. You put the coins in its head. No, that's, that's a charity box in the shape of a guide dog. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, all right. Um, anyway, the comments are suitably rabid. <laughs> um, Paolo uh, says, stupid people, ignorance, 100, illiterate. And then Dudden Hall says, yes, you are. Try to educate yourself. And then Paolo responds, uh, Dundon Hall, mummy, bring you to this world by poo. And after you hit your crappy head in toilet... <laughs> uh dundon hall replies how unintelligent and educated you are a rare combination uh, right okay uh Paolo replies dundon hall the poo boy tried to explain himself so polite moron nasty pig unwanted crappy head <laughs> oh, oh god um Uh, Then so, yeah, it's just um, mad. Uh, Dundon Hall uh, then comments sort of alone outside of the thread, saying, some blind people have miniature ponies as they're allergic to dogs. In London, most dogs are refused on buses. Deborah responds, I've seen dogs on a bus many a time, mostly not even guide dogs. Dundon Hall replied, as I said, it depends on the driver. Paolo chimes in with, mummy bring you to this world by (laughs) poo-poo. And then a little poo emoji. <laughs> 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 mommy bring the, mommy bring you to this. What a policy. Oh, again. Mr. Polite Poo trying to explain illiterate crappies in a polite manner. <sighs> I just... That's the insinuation there that rather than being sort of grown uh, in a womb and then um, exiting uh, his mother's body via the sort of birth canal, sort of vagina situation, as is common, or I guess a circum—I uh, was going to say circumcision—then um, a uh, a C-section. Uh, instead, uh, Dundon Hall uh, was in fact grown uh, in the bowels, I guess, of the mother and then birthed uh, via via the poo poo. Uh, I think that's the insinuation there. Um, I don't know whether or not that's possible, but, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the internet, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, if there are any doctors listening, do let me know whether or not babies can be born <laughs> by... <laughs> God, well, it's too early for this. Fucking hell. <laughs> this is some ranking Radio bollocks. This isn't... <laughs> I feel like coffee and memes are supposed to be more highbrow than just, like, poo jokes. This is a disgrace. I apologise. Oh, God. After all the seriousness of discussions of mental health, now it's just poo-poos and bloody comments on news websites. Oh, well. Let's play a record. I can't. Let's play this new Nookie bit. It's really good, Uh, unsurprisingly. Uh, It's called Love Me. Absolutely charming artwork on it as well, sort of arranged flowers, lovely stuff. That is a fucking beauty. The drums on that are... I'm going to give that nine out of ten. hold tight those listening in Japan I see ya Poland Deutschland oh, That that is a lovely bit of gear oh that oh that oh that is, oh, that is a lovely Lovely bit of gear. Well done, Nucky. That is that. Uh, oh, that oh, that is choice. That is absolutely choice. That is a bit rascal. Actually, actually, that's a bit rascal. Um, right. Look, I want. Where's this fat, fat people one? Come on, let's do it. Where have they gone? Here you are. Come on, come on, come on, beer bellies. Where are you? Come on. Where are you gone? Where are you? There you are. Men with beer bellies and women with muffin tops have smaller brains. Uh, says study this sounds very problematic this um oh dear oh uh, stuart perry of the lad bible um you you're brave you're you're stuart you're brave uh, a lot has a lot has been said about the detrimental detrimental effects the weight can have on a person's health but it seems as though it could impact your brain yes a new study from loughborough university According to the mirror suggests that blokes with beer bellies and women with what is known as muffin tops where excess weight hangs over the midsection and sides have lower brain volume compared to lighter people. Uh, Professor Mark Hammer, Mark Hamer from the university said, "Well, Mark Hamer is he's setting himself up for some some serious fuss on the internet. Uh, this will need further research. Uh, but so, but someday measuring BMI and waist-to-hip ratio may help determine brain health. Existing research has linked brain shrinkage to memory decline and higher risk of dementia. But research on whether extra body fat is protective or detrimental to brain size uh, have been inconclusive. We found obesity, specifically found around the middle, may be linked to brain shrinkage. Right, well, get rid of them muffin-tops girls and get rid of them beer bellies, boys. Uh, The study collected data from close to 10,000 people, including their body mass index and hip-to-waist ratio. Uh, The participants all underwent MRI scans to see whether there was a correlation between the size of their bodies and their brains. Could it be the case that clever people are less likely to be overweight? Who knows? I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Obviously, like Professor Hamer said... The subject needs to be researched in more depth before anything definitive could be said. No, I think we should, we should, we should draw black and white conclusions now. All fat people are stupid. That's what the study shows. Clearly, um, send, send them all home. Uh, Brexit means Brexit. Yellow dogs only. That's it. That's what we conclude. They got to yellow. The guy dog's got to be yellow. <laughs> um, the last few years have certainly seen an uptake uh, in clean eating mantras with food pumped full of sugar or unnecessary calories getting the flick thanks to Jamie Oliver, but not all nutrition advice has gone down well with the public. blah di blah blah-blah-blah, blah-blah. We'll end this here in case ranking goes off on one of his famous ill-advised nutrition rants. Uh, la di da 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 di da Okay, dad, found, dad finds bag of drugs inside case of four-year-old son's video games. <clears throat> yeah, people are getting on the dingers early, aren't they? A father has been left. outraged. Chipotle. Uh, after he discovered a bag of drugs inside the case of the game that he bought second hand for his four year old son. Um yeah, that's not cool really, is it? It is a bag of clearly a bag of MDMA. Looks nice, actually. Looks I'd uh, like to cut a fabric with that. thirty uh, year old Oliver Edwards has taken his sons age four and twelve along to a Preston branch of the video store video game store game. Wow, game is serving up now. That's good to know. Uh, so that they could use up their £20 vouchers that they got for Christmas. However, upon having a quick look through the manual of his son's copy of NBA 2017 for the PS4, he was shocked to discover a bag of powder tucked between the pages. Um, Do you... Well, the husband, the father, pictured uh, wearing a T-shirt that says cheat to win. Bit weird. I mean, uh, maybe there's a sort of ulterior motive behind this. Maybe he's been busted with it and um, maybe his missus has caught him with it and he'd promised not to get on the dingers again because he gets on the dingers and he's just a pain in the ass. He's lying around the house gurning and that. And she's found it. And he's like, oh, no, not mine. No, oh, no, not mine. It was uh, a game sell drugs now. They sell um, second-hand video games and uh, they serve up gear, I think. Uh, Edward believes the mystery bag to contain MDMA. Well, yeah, it clearly does. Uh a band uh, a band oh or methadrone a band synthetic amphetamine is methadrone a synthetic amphetamine i thought it was anyway needless to say he called the police and have started an investigation he says, Oh, yeah, I was just horrified in that. Like, my initial thought was, like, it could have been some of that slicker gel and stuff, like, that I put in the shoeboxes and that, like, Oh, I yeah, wouldn't know I want my nippers to eat that. Like, oh, yeah, then I found out it was a bag full of crushed up fucking dingers and all that, like, some of that, But but my little nippers could have been coming that all night. They could have had a fucking rave up in there and be, right? But they're a bunch of bastards to put to sleep as it is, man, let alone them being on the fucking rat powder. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean not cool really i mean if we take this all on face value pretty pretty rough like you the last thing you need is your 4-year-old finding a pack of what sort of looks like sugar or sweet powder in with the things and then just like you just man that could be awful um i actually i looked up I've, I've, after reading this i wanted to i wanted to try and follow up on the story from halloween but there were always the myths of the poisoned trick or treat sweets, and there was the young boy that ended up testing positive for meth. And the more that one looked into it, the more he found that both his parents were recovering addicts, and that perhaps he hadn't got the meth from the trick or treat sweets. So I followed up on that today, try and to find out if there's any more info on it. Uh, but there was just just people speculating, nothing confirmed. Uh, I think, uh, but I think we can probably. Yes, I think, take that one with a pinch of salt. Right, look, what else we got? Oh, okay, come on, let's play some classic Spore then. Stompbox remix, Spore, Quemists, Outrageous record. Hold tight, the Quemmys. Good boys. Very good boys. Handsome boys. Strong, powerful boys. Strong, powerful arms. Uh, Rippling six-pack abs. Uh, real hefts between their legs, very small balls, but real hefts between their legs, the chemists. Um, I don't know if anyone else has had them all uh, bear down on you uh, together, naked, sweating, um, but I have, and I must say I really was impressed. It was quite the sight, and it, it's an image that will be forever burnt onto my retinas. Hey, that was just mid naughty drum and bass, what are you gonna do? Why is there a debate in the chat over whether or not this is tech step or neurofunk? I mean it's obviously neurofunk. But are we doing that? Are we arguing over splinter genres of drum and bass now? Sure, why not? Something to do, innit? Does Brexit still mean Brexit? Who knows? Surely tech step you think of the sort of metal headsy sound, you know, old Ed Russian optical sort of sound, old prototype sort of sound. There's still plenty of new stuff being made. Those juby bits, they're all sort of tech steppy. It's, it's, it's a reliable it's a snare drum, isn't it? More more tinny on the snare drum. Your neurofunction more yeah, spores. Sort of archetypal neurofunk. I shouldn't have got into this. Dilly's in the chat on a roll through causing trouble drinking nine percent beer at 10 o'clock in the morning he's outrageous god bless him I think he Dan has nailed it. Tech step equals underarm shoe throw. Neurofunk overarm shoe throw. Yep, that's yep, that's fine by me. I'll I'll, I'll buy that. That's fine. i would buy that for a dollar. ball remix of stop box right there Whew. lovely little nugget lovely lovely little nugget man caught with 19 live bird's eggs strapped to his body at Heathrow he's just looking after him he's uh, oh my god the picture of him is hilarious he looks he looks like a naughty schoolboy that's just that's sort of like yeah it's a fair cop but I'm I'm not happy about it a prolific smuggler has been jailed after being caught at Heathrow airport with live bird's eggs strapped to his body Jeremy Lendrum, 56, also known as John Smith, fine, uh, was caught with 19 rare eggs of hawks, eagles and vultures taped to his chest on 26th of June last year. Uh, Lendrum had flown into the UK from Johannesburg, South Africa and hatched a plan, nice, to use a hidden sling and other padding devices to try and protect the precious cargo. He's looking after them. He's like Mama Bird you got to keep them warm haven't you god's sake what's he gonna do sit on them strap them to his chest oh the eggs hatched in an incubator they don't half look sweet former special for <coughs> sorry a <coughs> bit of jump up in there <coughs> um former special forces soldier insisted he brought the eggs into the country to protect the birds because their natural habitat was being destroyed all right uh, Sean Sullivan, prosecuting, said he was illegally importing rare birds of prey into the UK. He perf- purposely avoided the permit procedure, and he's full of pompous, pretentious prattle. Um, he did not, uh, out of any, he did not do it out of any concern for the well-being of the birds, but for financial gain. The, the financial gain being significant, uh, the court heard heard uh, that once the birds had hatched, their estimated value would be a hundred grand. <whistles> Damn, I might get into the. Um, illegal bird uh, eggs business that sounds like a decent side hustle mr sullivan said there is a stark unlikelihood about the way in which uh he says he came into the possession of the eggs he said someone involved in cutting their trees handed them to him because they had lost their habitat i don't know i think i think he's uh i think he's a good boy i believe everything he says Uh, But Mr. Sullivan told the court that most of those birds do not nest in the same habitat and cape vultures roost on cliffs. Ah, damn, foiled again. (laughs) Uh, Foiled again by facts. Shit. One was broken while strapped to Ledrum's chest and one bird died three days after hatching. Damn. Uh, Ledron was caught in Brazil with four albino falcon's eggs stolen from Patagonia and jailed for four and a half years in 2016. All right, but he fled... When he was released on bail uh, to appeal against his sentence. Right, he's a real bastard. He is a prolific smuggler. He's just about that egg life. He's just, he's on an egg hype. He's living the egg dream. Uh, the egg life uh, chose him. He did not choose the egg life. Ledrum was jailed for three years and one month on Thursday after pleading guilty to four smuggling offences. Prosecutor Remy uh, Ogan forara said... We worked with our partners in the National Crime Agency to ensure this prolific bird egg smuggler faced the appropriate charges. We want to smack him on the body so he knows not to do it again. We hope the sentence passed deters others from becoming involved in the damaging trade around rare and endangered wildlife, wildlife, wildlife. Wildlife. Okay, cool. Woman banned from every McDonald's for epic rampage against their customers. Right. File under list of women I want to party with. A woman who pushed a customer, punched her husband, then smashed a window at McDonald's. A McDonald's restaurant has been banned from every branch in the country. Do you think they're going to have um, like signs up in there? Because I mean, how are they going to know? Or have they got like facial recognition technology on the CCTV surveillance cameras? Louise Marie Powell, 28, started shouting abuse at staff after ordering food, and when another woman jumped in to help, she was assaulted. After she was led outside the McDonald's in Mould, North Wales, by staff, Powell attempted to attack the customer again and punched the victim's husband in the head when he tried to intervene. Um, shouldn't punch people in the head for various reasons. I mean, you hurt yourself for a start. The restaurant was forced to temporarily close after the chaos just before Christmas. Uh, a North East Wales Magistrates Court heard District Judge Gwen Jones, oh, that's Welsh as you can get, really, isn't it? Uh, made an order order banning Powell from entering any McDonald's restaurant in England and Wales for the next twelve months. Gutted. She's gonna have to go at Burger King now. This is like the bloody KFC chicken shortage when that poor woman tried to go and didn't have any chicken, so had to go at Burger King. Nightmare. Capitalism's failed. Uh, After she admitted three assault charges, a public order offence, and a criminal damage, the judge told her the attack was unprovoked, and members of the public, no doubt including children, who were out simply enjoying their food, would have feared for their safety. She's out of control. The court heard Powell was significantly under the influence of alcohol, and was on a court order at the time, but she had very little memory of the assault after 10pm on December the 22nd. Prosecutor Helen Tench said the defendant had ordered food, became angry, and shouted abuse at staff. A uh, customer, Rebecca Uden stood up and asked Powell to stop abusing staff uh, before she was pushed against the wall. Powell was taken outside but tried to attack Mrs Uden again, uh, which is when her husband, David Uden stepped in. He was punched in the face and head by Mrs Tench. Oh, Mrs Tench told the court. Powell then went to a seven-foot window and smashed it by punching it and kicking it before McDonald's worker, Natalie Giblin, stepped in and was pushed away but not injured. Um... Yeah, I, I think um, what, what would be the solution there? A net, some sort of net-based system that they could have in McDonald's. Like they, um, I remember them toying with the sort of net idea to give to police in America because they're just killing a lot of people by shooting them. And if perhaps there was a better non-lethal way of getting, you know, rowdy bastards, you know, rascals, villains and stuff, you know, getting villains under control, like some sort of gun that fired a big net. To ensnare them, yeah, ah, you know, like in uh, cartoons or in <laughs> or in films, where a net goes over something, and they're just like ah, ah, yeah, yeah, um, that sort of thing, basically. So if McDonald's could have some sort of, um, be a bit like a booby trap, but some sort of net-based system, maybe it's by the door, maybe it's sort of automated. It's got a camera, it's artificial intelligence-based, and just puh fires this net out, captures. Then, um, I don't know, stick her in the disabled bog for a bit, stick her in the, um, in the cleaning cupboard, let her cool off. Um, a lot of people getting rowdy in McDonald's at the moment, you know, there was a st- straw business in Florida yesterday. I mean, you know, it's probably worth putting Florida aside as it's, it's just stiff, life's just different there, isn't it? Um, okay, what have we got here? Let's play this eagle claw again. I mean, that would have made sense to play it after the are smuggling the um, eagle's eggs, but, you know, I'm not fucking perfect, am I? getting serious in the chat you get more for birds eggs than being a nonce true jesus Seagull Claw by Dorian. That's a nice bit. It's on Viper. So many things are these days. Yes, indeed. Very nice offering there, Dorian. Well done. Right, come on. Okay, it was about time. Bricks don't usually roll. The Welsh, Welsh town vying for the world's steepest street. I mean, there isn't really much actual banter to be had in this story. I mean, they're just, yeah, well, hill's steeper than yours. Well done, mate. Um, but obviously, the banter's in the title. Lobsters. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, This is uh, fake news, but I thought it was worth covering anyway, um, because it's quite funny. Uh, A Florida man is crashing birthday parties and slamming kids' faces into their cakes, police say. Now, the reason I believe it's fake news is, one, it's from the Woken News Network, um, and the quotes are unlikely. Uh, he says, an unidentified elderly man in Tampa, Florida has reportedly been crashing children's birthday parties and forcing their heads into cakes whilst they blow out their candles. This is the fourth reported case in a month where the Florida man, now thought to be a missing dementia patient from a nearby nursing home, uh, has walked into unsuspecting family houses or backyards during birthday parties, posing as a relative or neighbor just to force children's heads for, head, force children headfirst into their mother's Pinterest-inspired birthday cakes. Uh then, then the first quote is, it's a power move, yeah? An absolute power move. Admittedly, it's kind of a weird flex, but okay. He's moving as an absolute unit. And that's a quote apparently from Chief of Police, Doug Stanton, uh, on the suspect of interest. Uh, witnesses at the party say he actually comes and leaves a gift. Those gifts are now in police custody. The children are not happy. To be fair, he is leaving gifts, so it's not like he's being a total ass about it. It's usually a unisex gift, like Play-Doh, or a Paw Patrol colouring, colouring book. Aside from trespassing and unwanted physical interaction, he's actually very thoughtful. As a mother of the daughter who had her mouth and eyelids stuffed with buttermilk frosting. Uh, not all parents are either zealous about the man, though. One father claims he farted and shitted all over the unoccupied rooms in our house. <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh I farted and shitted and camed while um while reading that story actually, so apologies for that. Okay, good advice here from the Metro. Just to be clear, you definitely shouldn't use Lush's aubergine bath bomb as a dildo. Cheers, Alan Scott. I mean <sighs> Do you think they just go, like, just sort of wander around the high street looking at stuff and, like, oh, Lush, have got some new bath bombs on the go. Oh, yeah, what have they got? Oh, they got an aubergine emoji-shaped one. Oh, that's cool. Get an article out of that. Uh, yeah, let's just go out and find some stuff and just report that you shouldn't put it in your vagina. <sighs> I mean, you've got – there's an endless amount of stuff, really, because, I mean, apart from, I guess, you know, tampons, vibrators and penises, you're probably not supposed to put much else in there. I don't know. I'm not. I, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the internet. <laughs> um, is, there any, is there any point in reading this? I don't know. Look, Lush knew exactly what they were doing when they unveiled an aubergine bath bomb as part of their Valentine's Day collection. We all know the uh, the aubergine emoji means penis. Oh, uh, it's fun. It's cheeky. But what perhaps Lush didn't consider is that you make something that looks like a go-to penis emoji. At some point, someone will consider using it. Okay, so there are no actual cases of this. It's just like you're just getting in there quick with a bit of health and safety, Metro. Understandable, fair enough. So to ward off this bad decision before anyone makes it, let us be clear. You absolutely should not use Lush's new aubergine bath bomb as a dildo. (sighs) Someone probably went to... Someone's probably got a degree in journalism to write this article. Ellen Scott, bless you. Didn't you... Do you think you'd be dealing with the Panama Papers or um, Snowden? Um, no. What is this smile? The Instagram pose that all the kids, cool kids are doing right now. The smile. Is that where you look really... Oh, right. You just look really smug with your bum out. Okay. Yeah, fine. It's nothing Nothing new there, is it? Nothing new. Uh, right, look. Customers left a straw after Greg's store sells out vegan sausage rolls. Oh, distressing scenes terrifying, awful, distressing scenes. When Greg's announced that they would be selling vegan sausage rolls, we rejoiced. Did we? Uh, but now that high has descended into devastating comedown as if we'd done eight beans at a jump-up rave and it's now the Tuesday after the night in question. Our hopes and dreams shattered like the flaky pastry casing around the misoprotein baked sausage. Um, I don't care anymore. I don't even know why I brought this up. I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've failed you, um, lobsters, um, I apologise, um, I won't cover any more vegan sausage roll news, uh, nor Instagram smiles. Uh, bricks don't roll. <laughs> anyway, look, right, come on, let's get, uh, the, right, there's this dub elements bit, it's basically jump up, and it's rowdy, okay, so trigger warning, okay, it's called flamenco, More drugs required for that one. Random arpeggio is totally fine. adhd that isn't it Well, oh, that's a bit much actually i think that that's yeah no fine i like it but um i think about two minutes of it's probably about enough uh before i'm just, 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 yeah man who sold kidney for iphone left bed bound and unable to work he's got his iphone though what more do you need a man who sold one of his kidneys to get himself a new iphone and ipad is now bed bound and requires around the clock care according to reports The man, who is now 25, sold off one of his kidneys back in 2011 when he was 17. Oh yeah, remember this. Uh, According to Chinese media, the man, named only Wang, uh, was given 22,000 yuan. That's about two and a half grand. After selling the organ on the black market. Reports at the time claimed that he wanted to buy new tech products, but his parents couldn't afford them. He reportedly found some dodgy middlemen on an online forum called QQ who said they could help him raise the necessary cash if he was willing to flog one of his wee kidneys. Speaking to cntv.cncn, Wang said, At the time, I wanted to buy an iPad too, but I didn't have any money. And when I was on the internet, I had a kidney uh, a kidney agent send me a message saying that selling a kidney could give me 20000 The teen secretly arranged to travel from his home in the eastern Anhui province to the southern Hunan province without letting his folks know. When he arrived he was met by a couple of surgeons, a surgeon's assistant and a nurse. The operation was carried out and he was sent on his way. The poorly recipient of the organ paid $150,000 about seventeen grand, and an additional $10,000 for the kidney. A lot more than Wang was given. Poor Wang. Wang went and bought himself an iPhone 4 and an iPad 2 before he returned home. Must have been chuffed. However, once home, his parents found out what he'd done. Understandably, they hit the roof. His mum called the police, and an investigation was launched. In 2012, nine people who were involved in the deal were jailed. Wow, with the middlemen being sentenced to three to five years, and the surgeons uh, each being given three years. Wang and his family were awarded 1.4 million uh, yuan. Uh, that's 170 grand in compensation. Decent. You buy fucking loads of iPhones for that. Following the op, Wang's health quickly deteriorated. Oh, dear. He suffered renal deficiency, which uh, later led him to becoming bedbound. CCTV reports. According to a recent report, uh, Wang now has renal failure and is reliant on daily dialysis. Uh, he has to live on benefits and he is unable to work. Oh, that's rough, man. Don't go selling your kidney on the black market to buy iPhones. That's a little bit of coffee and meme, health and safety there. I think... Um, Don't stick aubergine-shaped bath bombs up your vag. Don't sell your kidneys for cash to buy iPhones. Don't sell them for pingers. Don't put crushed-up pingers in computer game uh, boxes and sell them to kids. Don't smuggle illicit bird eggs. Uh, Don't get raggy in a McDonald's and assault people, thus getting yourself banned from every McDonald's ever. And don't... um, don't be a dick do you know what I mean I mean if there's there's a new year's resolution to be had from all of this it's just don't be a dick I think then we can all get behind that right to play us out let's have uh oh let's have this modification bad district track I think we might have to call it shoe thrower of the week it's a great record I'm a fan I'm keen I'm keen call it modification bad district wins she throw of the week oh first one of 2019 oi oi yeah so just time left to shout out the vip list a list of bad motherfuckers supporting threshold and this show as a whole on Patreon, and on PayPal. If you want me to keep doing this show every bloody morning, then let's help cover the costs and help let me build this into a big, bad, motherfucking monster of a radio station. It's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonklaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Musson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kazirski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, Andrew Heiselbeck, John Finneson, BDR Crew. Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, and Lady Squiffington. Modification by Bad District. That is a fine slice of shoe-throwing goodness. The first full week, the first full work week of 2019. It's now over. What have we learned? Lobsters. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for listening this week, for making the show amazing and for keeping me sane, keeping me in... Uh... 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 uh Keeping me to a schedule, basically. It's important, you know. the, the ske- Scheduling your time as a self-employed creative is an important part of dragging yourself out of a rut if you find yourself in a rut. Get out of bed in the morning. Get out of bed in the morning at the same time. Go and do something at the same time every morning. Plan out the first half of your day. So the first half of your day is almost exactly the same every day. It gives your life structure. It helps with the meaning. And with everything else, so that is something I've learnt over the last six months or so. It's important. Look, thank you everyone for listening. There are still tickets available for next week's Untangling Mental Health in Music live event in London. It takes place at the Hoxton Bar and Kitchen. It starts at 8pm. It will be a discussion between me, Scientific, Tim Exile and Ben Verse on the topic of mental health in music. We're going to look at some of the problems. We're going to propose some solutions. We're going to have a chat. We'll do a question and answer, and then we'll all hang out and drink a few lovely, cool, crisp, delicious pints together. Have a hug, and we'll all just hang out and be decent, honest, God-fearing lobsters out for a better way of life. If you haven't downloaded the Threshold app, you can on iPhone and on Android. There are links on the website. There are links in the YouTube description, or just go to your app store of choice and search for Threshold.fm. You'll find that shit. Download the podcast if you are that way inclined. It's Coffee and Memes on all decent podcast apps. And, you know, feel free to give everything a five-star review. Feel free to share anything. Feel free to buy some merch. Feel free to support on Patreon. Thank you very much. You're all keeping me sane. I love you very dearly. I will see you next week at Monday, at the Monday, on 10am. Lobsters. Lobsters. Right. Lobsters. Lobsters. Lobsters, 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 lobsters. Lobsters.